0: My name is Humble Gray, and I am a Mississippi farmer. Now, today I'm going to be doing something a little unusual. I know i normally come on here and tell a story relating to our fair little town of Truvo, Mississippi, but Farmer Gray's got something else in mind this afternoon. Instead of telling a tale, he's gonna critique one. That's right, critique, as in scrutinize, for I will be offering commentary on a fictional narrative, one I encountered not in a book. Not on a television, but on the silver screen of a movie theater. Because that's right, ladies and gentlemen. Yours truly has assumed the mantle of film critic. Now I know what you're going to say. You're going to say, what's this all about, Farmer Gray? You're a busy, hard-working man of the plow. You don't spend time on frivolities like the kinetoscope. Well, maybe so, but, uh... I just thought it was time for a change. Things evolve, I mean, not in the sense of Darwinism. The world was made 6,000 years ago, end of story, but this year's show that I do, it it can transmogrify. Now, now in case someone should ask, you you can assure them that this is not some attempt to attract a larger audience. The fact that over the last year I've lost almost all my listeners has Nothing to do with this complete and unexpected change in format. I I mean, true, with my current numbers being what they are, I could reach more people if I got rid of all this equipment and just hollered out the window, but... These are no gyrations of a trapped rat making a desperate grab for survival. Farmer Gray, he, 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 he's got more integrity than that. Yes, sir, just, just cause I've taken to sitting in a movie theater watching ungodly sin on screen is no reason to imagine this is just some cynical ploy to gin up the crowd. No, no I'm, I'm just doing it cause I want to. That's all. So, now that we've straightened that out, let's get to today's review. That would be my take on a little film just recently released, entitled Promising Young Woman. Now, you could be forgiven for asking, just what is that young woman promising? A pleasant evening at the theater, worth the price of admission, is is that it? Well, let's find out. So, first off, dear listeners, it's about a gal, see, named Cassie. And she is, oh boy, she is just teed off, I'll tell you what. Especially at the fellers, see, some, some gent done wrong to her friend, Nina, and it got these two ladies so twisted up inside, she and her pal left doctorin' school. And then it got worse, because ultimately this Nina, despondent, gave up God's greatest gift. So, Cassie, she gets her revenge on the male gender by luring young Lotharios out of the honky-tonks, and... Just when they think she's too inebriated to resist their dishonorable intentions, she pops up stone-cold sober and gives them what for, makes them squirm under questioning, and if they tried to take too many liberties, does a lot more than that. What are you doing? Just filling the folks in about your movie. What are you doing? I'm just telling them. I said, what are you doing? Please don't hit me. Now look, this writer-director, Miss Emerald Fennel, she paints a picture of total isolation, a landscape bereft of allies, male or female. Maybe it's symbolic that Cassie's only real friend is the transsexual boss she works for, someone who skirts that line twixt the genders. And, And it's telling, perhaps, that she's so frozen in place by anger, grief, and injustice, the only time she really participates in the world is when she's fighting violent war against victimization. In that way, it's it's just like that other story, The Purge, except that in this film it's one person who goes out every night instead of everybody once a year, never mind, it's nothing like The Purge. But anyway, I like to think that the true meaning of this tale is that without emotional intimacy, sex and death are interchangeable. And so for that hidden moral underpinning, I give this film three bales of hay out of five. But despite that recommendation, here's something I give a low rating to. And that's being a man in a theater full of women watching a movie where every fella in it is a low-down, sleazy skunk. I give that... I don't even give that one bale of hay. I give it zero bales of hay. I mean, where the one decent gentleman in the story is the gal's daddy, and... He's performed by the same fellow that once played the Frankenstein monster and the murderous garden Shawshank. This movie ain't exactly an advertisement for we of the male persuasion. So I'm sitting there, and I know this flicker's filling the ladies in attendance with righteous indignation, i.e. ceding an ingress to Molybrew's peak. We get accusations like this all the time. In fact, by 45 minutes in, I thought maybe I should just turn around and Apologize to every gal there for having deviltry twixt my legs, even though I'm a married man and faithful, so much so that you're more likely to flirt with me than me with you. You are so pretty. Thank ye, kind sir. Anyway, that's my review, so... What's that, The? What do you mean we've got to go? Because, because why? Cuz, you're sneaking up the joint with your sad little face. That's very insulting. But All right, then. Next week, I'll be reviewing the motion picture News of the World with Mr. Tom Hanks. I, I mean, starring Tom Hanks. I'm not going to be with Tom Hanks. He's-, he's not going to be here. Or is he? No, he's not. He's not going to be here. Play me out, Zeke. <laughs>